0: Hi, right, welcome to Interlock Podcast, season three, episode number thirteen. I'm your host, Big Bet Brent. And with me, as always, is Mad Money Mike. How you doing, Mike?
1: You know how I'm doing, Big Bet Brent. I'm broke. I'm tired. I'm cold. It sounds studio <laughs> F today. But uh but we're here, man, and uh we are we are well into the last you know home stretch of the season and uh couldn't no! be more pumped. To take massive turd on as many people as I can today.
0: <laughs> oh, it is. Don't talk about the end of the NFL season. I, I it, it, It'll never come. I, I don't want to talk about it. Um, it is Thanksgiving week, so the special Thanksgiving edition of It's Lock Podcast. Man, Money Mike, you're broke, but I want to go back to last week 10's Monday night football game where you called the Washington Commanders upsetting the Philadelphia Eagles, given their first loss of the season, but then you bet against yourself, and that's the only reason you're broke. If you'd have taken the commanders on the money line on that parlay, you'd be, like, doubly rich, right?
1: Well, actually, I'm broke because of DraftKings and getting completely bamboozled on a late-night UFC bet, but (laughs) I I I I I guess I wouldn't have got to that point if it hadn't been for not trusting myself I don't want to talk about it. I'm too sour. But I think the point, I think the one thing that we really should hone in on is the fact that, yes, I did call it. I am like a freak of nature when it comes to calling, uh, you know, outcomes. And so, loyal listeners, turn up your volumes when Mad Money Mike is going at it.
0: I forget. We're going to have to get into it when uh, when we talk Vikings-Cowboys because I was on the Vikings and – uh that uh yeah that was a dumpster fire but anyway one other dumpster fire I want to talk about you know talk about getting bamboozled before we talk football uh NFL football Tennessee gets blown out by South Carolina 38 to 63 Hendon Hooker has torn his left ACL he's outy this is i mean good game to the volunteers this is the same unit that beat LSU handily in Death Valley and also beat Alabama mad money mike the college football world is like getting turned upside down there's been like no SEC teams in the playoffs besides um Georgia I mean what in the heck do you make of that Wow
1: I mean what can you even say that was because regardless of their quarterback getting injured, how is it that the this defense this SEC defense this championship caliber team allows South Carolina to put up sixty eight on them when it was early? I think it might have been I guess it was 21-7 very early. And I was thinking, okay, they're only down by 14. I told you to jump on Tennessee. Uh, I uh, will buy you a beer for that one. My bad. But at that time, I saw that the over-under was like 71.5. And it occurred to me to do a little anti-bet and take the under. Thank God I got busy and didn't hit the click button on that because it went for like a billion. But yeah, just an unbelievable turn of events. Uh, And we're going to continue to see that for the remainder of college football, for the remainder of NFL. Everything that you think, go ahead and unthink it. Everything that you're expecting, go ahead and unexpect it. Everything that you're unexpecting, go ahead and expect it. Because it's going to be
0: chock full of wild rides from here on out, brother. All right, so just to set the stage, you are already aware of the yin and the yang and the zig and the zag. So you're already zagging, all right? So we don't need to be like, Double zigging back, is that correct? No,
1: because I just, just as an example, I'll tell you my Super Bowl favorite right now is the Houston Texans.
0: <laughs> Enough said. We know exactly where you're at. All right. One other thing, we just have to mention it. The World Cup is underway in Qatar. The USA, as we record this on Monday afternoon, is taking on Wales. I don't know the exact score. Last I saw, was like one nothing. So hopefully it's USA. it's Oh, no, it ended with a draw. Damn. All right. Well, hey, we didn't lose, so we're not out um that's right and if it, yeah we can't say anything bad about qatar because i don't know if y'all have seen i've been retweeting some uh some stuff uh, but apparently uh, they're like
1: uh, i just shot <laughs> with the dart for even mentioning it stop
0: oh <laughs> uh, the censorship there is real so thank god we are hosting this from the great united states of america mad money mike happy thanksgiving week should we get into the week 11 recap
1: hey ditto big bet brent gobble gobble let's go buddy
0: let us start with thursday night. Football. The Titans at the Packers. Winter football has arrived. A cold, snowy, windy, blistery game in Lambeau. Aaron Rodgers can overcome anything. He is going to be the best in the... Wait a minute. He got outdone by Ryan Tannehill? No.
1: No. No, he did not get outdone by Ryan Tannehill. He got outdone by his own throwing arm. It was like there were two different people on the field. There was Aaron Rodgers, the man, and then there was Aaron Rodgers, the throwing arm, the sick, sick bastard who just wanted to tank their entire season. This guy could not th- – I mean, the number of wide receivers, wide open, crossing down the middle, anywhere, you name it. he just Purely his
0: fault. The-
1: a thousand percent. Yeah, He could not throw the ball to a wide open person. $50 million. I mean, dollars. I don't, like I don't, like oh.
0: We could have done that. We could have made those passes.
1: I'm telling you right now, yes. I know that sounds absolutely ridiculous, but yes. Anyone who just has a simple concept of how to throw the ball to a person, then yes, you could have done it. It was the most egregious, outrageous, ridiculous thing. I won't stand for it.
0: Every, every other time, Aaron Rodgers blames his supporting cast, right? Like, my receivers suck. They need to practice more. This time, it fell solely on him. Meanwhile, Ryan Tannehill goes 22 for 27 333 yards with two touchdowns. King Henry rushing the rock. Looks great for your fantasy team, Mad Money Mike. 28 rushes, 87 yards. But he did go under his total of 102, so good call by you. He also went two for two in passing. Derrick Henry threw the ball twice, one of them for a touchdown. Aaron Rodgers had an intentional grounding call that should have been a safety. The refs missed it. I guess they just feel bad at him at this point. Uh, Like we said, completely missing wide open receivers. Titans dominated time of possession in the first half. They never trailed in this game. The under seven and a half hits at the last play of the first quarter, really pissing me off. Um, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, that was it. It, I mean, the the Packers, they had a nice win versus the Cowboys, but that was it, man. Uh, The Packers are done.
1: Aaron Rodgers is done. The Packers are done. Aaron Rodgers is done. I seriously, like, honestly, like, I I really hope the best for that guy, but I wish the worst for him. You know what I mean? Like I really hope he turns out okay. Great guy, but honestly,
0: I hate him so much.
1: I mean, he's really he's a really special person. I really love him, but honestly, I just want to punch him straight in the gut. You know what I mean?
0: Not not really, but I hope everything's I get... okay for him, seriously.
1: But if I just happen to see him walking like on a downhill path, I'll just trip him. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> oh Lord! All right, well, winter football is here. Hey, Let's move before we move on, on yeah. for
1: this game, before we move on yeah. for this game, maybe we'll talk about him in the next week. Look ahead. But I am dead serious when I say, barring the injuries that will come, as of this moment, I really do think at this exact moment, because of the rushing game, that Tennessee could stand up to anybody. And if you are so inclined to do a sprinkle, to take them right now as a Super Bowl winner, you could get insane odds. Just picture it. King Henry up there on the podium, you know, holding the trophy, the Lombardi trophy. It looks good for the NFL. It would... Generate a lot of clicks. We know that's the only thing the NFL cares about. So you heard it right here, folks. Mad Money Mike, Tennessee Titans, sprinkle worthy.
0: Wow. We're going to have to pull up those odds. I don't have them in front of me, but I do know that they are at home in underdogs versus the Cincinnati Bengals. So one and a half points. So something to keep in mind. All right, let's move to the Sunday slate. Mad Money Mike, the Falcons versus your Bears. Justin Fields can't quite get it done. Throws a pick on the final uh, drive of the game, and the Falcons win 24-27. to Mad Money Mike, Corderell Patterson fumbles the ball, leading to a Bears touchdown, but then returns his ninth kickoff return for a touchdown, the very next kickoff. It's an NFL record. The uh, Justin Fields has a shoulder injury. Like I said, he threw that interception. He did have 18 rushes for 85 yards. But the Bears get their fourth straight loss despite winning the time of possession battle, 35-25. to 25. I mean, they're exciting football, but four straight losses, that's not going to cut it.
1: No, no, it's not.
0: Uh, obviously, the NFL,
1: you know, is not ready for them to win yet. They, uh, they instructed the, uh, the Bears' special teams to stand down, allow Cordell <laughs> Patterson to break a record. Too much time had gone by without an NFL record being broke. They saw a little drop off on clicks. So, uh, congrats to Cordell Patterson on running back ninth kick return for a touchdown. And to Bears fans, as Mad Money Mike has been telling you for weeks and weeks and weeks, better luck next year.
0: Sounds like somebody got the Bears a little bit late in the week and only got them at plus two and a half, as opposed to plus three would have been a push.
1: I also took him for heavy points and pick them, but I don't. Want to talk about it?
0: <laughs> oh, all right. Well, Falcons five and six still alive in this NFC South uh, tightly contested race. The Buccaneers were on a bye. they're five and five. So Falcons five and six. Let's move on to a game that should have been played in eight feet of snow, but yada yada safety, and now this game's being played was played in Detroit Ford Field. Yes, I'm talking about Browns Bills. Boo. But, yeah, safety first. I respect that. But, the you know, the football fan in me, of course, wants to watch, you know, playing around in eight feet of snow, just completely bashing each other's skulls in. So the over-under changed from 45.5 up to 49 when word uh, word got out that this was going to Detroit. But, strangely enough, the spread didn't move at all. In the first – this is like a game of two halves. Nick Chubb looked great. Jacoby Brissett was throwing darts. They were up 10-3 to um, in the first half. Diggs only caught one ball. In the first half, right at the end of the first half, so uh, the Bills somehow get up 13 to 10 at the half, and they should be should have been feeling lucky, but then they kicked a boatload of field goals. They were not even playing well, but they still win the game by eight points. Man, Money Mike, the uh, Browns like did not score in the second half. I don't know if like their bus left at halftime, but um, just crickets out of the the Browns' offense in the second half. Um, the, they blocked the punt. Uh the Bills blocked the Browns punt. So Bills uh improved to seven and three, a nice comeback, uh win, bounce back win after that loss last week versus the Vikings. And the Browns fall to three and seven and only one more week until uh Deshaun Watson comes back. What do you think?
1: Yeah, it's a pretty interesting situation. Um I know you just said that there were crickets from them in the second half, but they actually scored more points in the second half than they did in the first half with the two fourth quarter touchdowns. It didn't matter. They still lost 23-31. The Bills are terrible, dude. I mean, for you to get that neutral field location and then to come in and, and struggle uh, against the Browns the way they did, thank God the NFL saved them with a little, you know, call it in, you know, little, hold on a second, little little finger on the ear. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, got it. Because that's all that happened here, dude. So ridiculous, man. Uh, but Whatever. You know, they're the darling team. You're not going to get clicks without the Bills winning. So uh, congratulations to the NFL and their dumbed-down product once again. Congratulations to the Bills on squeaking by a mediocre team. Look for the Bills to struggle next week.
0: Dude, I completely missed the Browns scoring 13 points in the fourth quarter. Um, (laughs) I don't know, man. I guess the beers get the best of me there. But um, nevertheless, the the, the Bills win 31-23. Let's move to uh, another high flying team that barely squeaked out a win. Yes, I'm talking about the Eagles barely get away with the win versus the Colts in Indianapolis, 17 16. They trailed 13 3 heading into the fourth quarter. Wow. Hertz loses a fumble right after halftime. I was wondering are the Eagles this year's Cardinals, you know, after that 9 and 0 start last year that the Cardinals had and then that, uh, you know, giant blow up? Colts miss a field goal. They would have gone up sixteen to three. Mad money, Mike. You called the Eagles plus two fifty five on the money line at that point, but we never made the bet. They score a touchdown, oh, recover a fumble. AJ Brown think, fumbles I right I think,
1: back. Anything money could get any worse. Thanks for robbing that one in.
0: <laughs> oh, Eagles come down, get a last second touchdown to get secure the win, seventeen to sixteen. They definitely don't cover Jeff Saturday's Colts are playing well on Sunday, Mad Money Mike. That's uh two good games in a row by them.
1: Uh yeah, but this is complete garbage from the coaching perspective. They could have easily won this game. The coaching let them down when you hire someone like Jeff Saturday that has no business being on the sideline. Maybe you get like that little opening game excitement that the NFL called in just to like get some clicks like, "Oh, hey, Jeff Saturday. Oh, no one said he should be coached, but he was coaching and they won. Oh man, jump the excitement." Now reality kicks in. He sucks. He let them down. Terrible play calling. They should have won. The Eagles aren't that good. Watch for them to struggle next week.
0: Wow. Mad Money Mike with all the hot takes. It's calling the Texans in the Super Bowl. It's calling the demise of the Bills and the Eagles. Happy Thanksgiving, my man.
1: Hey, just in case, uh just in case the edit button lets you down, I do just for our loyal <laughs> listeners want to say that I do not think the Texans will win the Super Bowl. <laughs>
0: Uh, all right, let's move to another game that uh, we'll, uh, we've already talked about the most exciting thing that happened in this game, and we're talking about Jets-Patriots. Oh. started off with power outage issues. That was the most exciting thing that happened, except for the very last offensive play of the game. Oh, how could Mad you? money, Mike. How could you? There have been like 584 punts in the NFL all season. None of them returned for a touchdown until now. And that lifts the Patriots ten to three over the Jets. There were seventeen punts in this game. Mad Money Mike took the Jets on the live line, plus three and a half. That got busted due to that one time, one in a million occurrence. Mad Money Mike, I know you're chomping at the bits to get in here. I got a bunch of awesome stats, but come on in. What you got?
1: Okay, listen, man. Oh boy, <laughs> I'm just telling you something right now. You want to talk about all time? just gut punches first of all 584 punts this year in the nfl all of them were by the jets every single one of them okay did you hear the comments from i can't remember who it was but one of the jets players like basically threw zach wilson under the bus zach wilson and his father russell wilson the two worst quarterbacks in the entire league you think that's a coincidence i don't think so and why are they both still playing both of them, the first father-son duo to be the two worst quarterbacks in NFL history playing at the same time, but yet both teams are leaving them in. How is that possible? I He had I more, they had more punts than he had completions. And they're six and four, man. They went into this game six and three. They have a shot to be division winners. So why are the Jets leaving him in? Why? Answer the question. You can't do it because the NFL has got you under a, has got you under a, a, a cease and desist order. I know. I know all about you, Big Ed Brand. I know you're in the pocket of the NFL. There's no reason why that man should yeah. still be playing. He is garbage. He sucks. He's awful. And I apologize for calling him a man because he is not. He is a child. He is a little, tiny, insignificant speck of children dust out there floating <laughs> in the universe, just messing up everyone's bets. I hate him. And just a word to the wise. If you bet against them, they will play like Super Bowl contenders. And if you bet for them, then they will tank and allow a punt return for touchdown on the last play of the game. So buyer beware, stay away from the Jets. And I honestly hope that Zach Wilson has just, you know, plenty of great things happen to him in life, you know, including a very, you know, I don't know, like a minor trip and fall, or just like a small disfigurement, uh, alopecia, maybe osteoporosis, maybe club foot. But nothing too serious, because I'm sure he's a great guy. But, man, I hate him so much. I hate the Jets. And I never want to talk about this game ever again. Moving on.
0: Uh, The Jets got six first downs, 103 yards all game. They only had two yards in the entire second half. I will give Zach Wilson some credit, though, because he didn't turn the ball over. No, you can't. I'm not going to allow it. Edit. Uh, All right. Well, we'll move on. I guess, like you said. The AFC East has two teams at 7-3 and three and two teams at 6-4. and four. The Jets are 6-4, and four, currently would make the playoffs with Zach Wilson starting at quarterback. Why not put Mike White in there? He was the guy I forgot last week. He came in last year at some point and threw for like 400 yards. Like, imagine how good the Jets would be with a 400-yard passer. And the
1: other thing is that if you have a chance to win a game and you have a chance to get it to 7-3 and – and be tied for the division lead, and you, you see yeah. what he's been doing all game. Do, is it like is it impossible to just say, "Hey, man, take a seat. We're going to bring someone else in because you haven't been able to do anything all game. <laughs> Why do you leave him in? Why did you leave him in at the end? I can't. How dare I? Can't believe you, Big Bear Brandt, man.
0: How I mean, dude. Let's I, let's get first Thanksgiving Day. letter, oh, boy. handwritten letter, Robert Saleh dear sir
1: no no, there won't be any handwritten letter not a chance i won't even is this gonna be the Uh, type
0: of letter that like uses cut out cut out like
1: like, has some like mysterious white powder included with
0: (laughs) oh man all right let's move on saints at home overtaking the los angeles rams 20 to 27 saints improved to four and seven and like sadly that is still in the playoff run for the nfc south but Sadly, Matt Stafford goes out goes out with his second concussion in the third quarter. Bryce Perkins was in at quarterback. He looked like a wide receiver. Um, they only lost by seven before Stafford went out. He uh, he wasn't doing much. He did have a sixty yard bomb to 2-2 out well. Um, the interesting thing about this game, I was you know here in New Orleans, I get the local broadcast, so um, I got to see you know the entire game. The announcers literally on camera during the game dug into an entire cooked turkey and ate it. Like they, with their hands, they busted into like, like a almost look like barbecue, like heavily wet seasoned turkey, ripped it out with bones and like ate it on camera. So that's what's going on down here in Louisiana besides winning football games.
1: Well, that's good, man. That's glad. Glad to hear that. Congratulations to uh, Saints fans on a little bit of a little bit of false hope for your holiday, you know, a little sprinkling, just a little dash of false hope. Uh, we both took the Saints. Same- time out. Time out. What, do you, what, do you, what are you I'm just So We're one game
0: out. One game out.
1: All right. You pounded me with the whole Jets thing. So I don't know. I was just grabbing it for a straw. <laughs> so will back to you. But yeah, the Saints, we both took them. We both took them. We took them last week yeah. as well. Roll the tape. So uh, no surprise here. They have a strong defense. They've got some good coaching going on. They've got some players who are invested. But. They beat the Rams, dude. The Rams are straight hot garbage, so it's hard to uh, make too much of it, but a win's a win. And I don't know if we're going to cover it next week. I'll just hang tight on uh, on next week's uh, Rams assessment because I guarantee you we got an NFL beep-boop, beep, beep dupe, joystick Johnny incoming <laughs> trap play, but we'll get there.
0: Oh, man, no teams are on by next week. So, yeah, we're going to have to go gun to the head when we get to the look ahead, but we can definitely make sure we take a pit stop at the Rams. All right, let's keep moving. Giants coming off a bye at home, taking on the Lions. They lose thirty one to eighteen. The Lions get three touchdowns off of the back of Jamal Williams. The Lions win their third straight. I mean, I guess if the Giants can't hold opposing teams to less than twenty points, they're not gonna win. Um, I feel bad. I I was on the Giants. I feel like they could hold, you know, their defense coming off a bye week would do better um than allowing thirty one points, but uh Yeah, Lions looking pretty good, Mad Money Mike.
1: Yeah, Lions look good. I did take them and pick them. I saw this coming. Didn't know it was going to be such a blowout win. It's hard to make heads and tails of of what's going on anymore. Roll the tape. What did did Mad Money Mike tell you? Expect the unexpected. Unexpected expected. (laughs) Nothing makes sense anymore. Upside is down. Vice versa. You know, are the Lions going to continue this to be determined? Are the Giants now on a slide to be determined? I really don't even know what to make of this, honestly. Just two garbage teams in in, a, in an overall garbage world, and oh, man, moving on.
0: All right, one other quick stop at Garbage Town. Commanders handily take care of business, twenty three to ten over the Texans. I thought the Texans plus three and a half was way too low, so I was on the Texans there, but nope. Commanders get it done, and like we're mentioning with the AFC East. The NFC East is also the NFC Beast. Commanders improved to 6-5. and All four of those teams would either be in the playoffs or in a tie for the playoffs. So Heineke is looking great. Um, I think, uh, what's his name? The the backup quarterback uh, comes back this week. His name slipped my mind, but hopefully he stays on the bench. And, uh, yeah, let's move to the afternoon slate. Starting with the Raiders heading into Denver, taking on the Broncos. I called this upset straight away. Overtime, walk off reception Devonte adams raiders get it done 22 to 16 raiders the broncos. broncos field goal before half yeah raiders what i say my bad
1: yeah you did call it raiders but i just want to remind you that the raiders did not get it done the broncos got it done for them they handed them this <laughs> win on a silver platter the raiders are still absolute garbage but let's just let's just have a let's just pour one out for the for the broncos coaching staff because they absolutely are going to get fired they must get fired and if they don't get fired then we know it's a conspiracy you are telling me that at the end of the game, when the Raiders have no timeouts and Russell Wilson is looks like you know father of Zach Wilson, worst quarterback, in the league, and you yeah, didn't hit, run the ball.
0: Yeah.
1: You throw an incomplete pass to no <laughs> one. Just take the sack. I mean, this guy has been playing. This guy has a Super Bowl win for God's sakes. He's been playing in the league for like forty years at this point. He. Takes it, he throws an incomplete pass and leaves all the time on the clock for the Raiders who had no timeouts. Worst unbelievable, just like to think about the Broncos as a team being so awful and then also making these kind of coaching calls. And this was like the first time that the offensive coordinator was like calling all the plays instead of Nathaniel Hackett. It's one of two things it's either one, some sort of a a poisoning type situation, slow but steady arsenic in their food because what else could cause this type of idiocy? Or it's a conspiracy. There's no in between. It's one or the other because there's no way that these are just normal football players and coaches that are doing these kind of things on the field. They suck so bad, man. The Raiders did not win this game. The Broncos lost it. I hate them. I hate them forever. I'm sure they're great people and I hope good things happen to them, but I also hate them and I just want to push them down an icy hill.
0: Well they're both 3 and 7 so um yeah the Chiefs clearly in control of that division especially after beating the Chargers which we'll get to shortly. All right, let's move to the most surprising game of the week for us squares. Somehow the sharps called it. The Cowboys heading into Minnesota US Bank Stadium absolutely slaughtering the Vikings 40 to 3. These are the same teams, the same Cowboys that couldn't beat the Packers. The same Vikings squad that beat the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. I mean, if your head's not spinning by now, it definitely will be because the Vikings put up three points. The Cowboys put up 40. Holy God, this one, I had no idea what was going on. Cousins got sacked seven times. He only had 105 passing yards. He lost a fumble. Justin Jefferson was bottled up for three receptions for 33 yards. I'm telling you, there's not going to be any shirtless Chains plane rides home after this one. Dak Prescott went 22 for 25. He looked in perfect form. 276 yards, two touchdowns. Your boy, Pollard, 80 rushing yards, 109 reception yards for two touchdowns. Zeke gets in with two rushing t- touchdowns and 42 yards. I mean, there there was a lot to go around. It was a happy Thanksgiving for the Cowboys, um, who will, coming back off a short week, of course, play on Thanksgiving Day. Mad Money Mike, I forget what side you were on, but. If you were zagging with the uh Cowboys or were you with me on the uh Vikings?
1: I did take the Cowboys. One of my few pick 'em wins oh! again.
0: Oh, you got it. Okay, all
1: right, good, good. Yep. Did uh did not uh did not place any big bets on them, but uh certainly had the feeling that they were in a good spot. Uh they've been a strong enough team that you certainly expected a rebound after the Green Bay debacle and Vikings, I think, become like the first team to to go eight and two and be at a negative point differential. They haven't exactly been strong all year. I think they've taken advantage of some luck and some poor opponents. So I did have the Cowboys here. I do think that they're a strong team. I do think that the Vikings are a weak team and we can expect more of hot takes like this from Mad Money Mike on the (laughs) next week. Look ahead.
0: Oh man. You got us all itching. Mad Money Mike. All right. We'll, we'll rush through these last two games. Steelers. Bengals, Bengals come away with it. Burrow had about 10 balls batted down, but he still goes for 355 yards and two touchdowns. TJ Watt, six tackles, two balls batted down. Also, like a point-blank interception. I feel like this man could catch a bullet. That ball came so quickly. Uh, Bengals running back Sam Perrine had three receiving touchdowns. Jamar Chase is expected to return soon. Bengals improved to 6-4. and Steelers uh, fall to three and seven. Do not cover the spread, Mad Money Mike. Mike Tomlin is, you know, usually money, but we should have been zagging for that zig. And uh, yeah, that's your lock of the week there.
1: Yeah, the end has come for Mad Money Mike. Loyal listeners, get on the fade train because <laughs> I'm telling you right now, the fix is in. The NFL's got it out for me. I think it's possible that Big Bet Brent is in cahoots with them, but that's to be determined. <laughs> but I did. Lose my lock of the week because the Steelers and Mike Tomlin are awful. Shame on me for thinking that there was any chance they might actually cover two weeks in a row. They couldn't even keep it within five against a division rival. There's nothing left in the tank. Fire them all. Sell off the assets. Hand the stadium over to the soccer team and move on. Hand it back to the Amtrak station, or wherever it belongs, dude. Sink it into the rivers. Do something, please. <laughs> for God's sake, let's get rid of the football team. It's an embarrassment.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Three and seven with uh, the Bengals at six and four and the Ravens at seven and three. Their uh, season season's not looking too good. Hey, at least they can continue to develop that uh, George Pickens and Kenny Pickett. So a lot of, lot of bright future out ahead of them. But based on Mad Money Mike's perspective, it's uh, too bad that uh, the head coach isn't going to be there to see it. You got that right.
1: Get that <laughs> resume brushed up, Mike Tolland. We got, we, got a, we got a spot for you as a, as a guest host on a It's a Lock Podcast. It's probably the best job you're going to get. So send that resume <laughs> over and we'll tell you what we think.
0: That's a good time to shout out our email address it's a Lock Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Mike Dolan's going to send his resume. It's going to be the first loyal listener email we get and we're going to read it on the air.
1: <laughs> you know, I'm gonna, I don't even. It's not, he's not a shoe in either, honestly. After this year's <laughs> performance, after this year's performance,
0: it's 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 a toss up, so we'll see. Uh, maybe we'll put him in as an intern so we'll only pay him like, you know, peanuts.
1: I'll let him get
0: my coffee. <laughs> uh, all right. Sunday night football. Mad Money Mike, you took fifty bones from me on this one. I had the Chiefs minus seven, but the Chargers do end up covering what did this one end? It was it almost like three. Oh yeah, they almost, almost won
1: this funny. game. Yeah, you were snoozing, of course. <laughs> Big Bed Brent in his early bedtime. What are you going to sleep at six these days? Yeah, Chargers score a late touchdown. They look sharp all game despite picking up some injuries along the way. The Chiefs, if you give the ball back to the Chiefs with any amount of time left, it's game over. They're going to score a touchdown. If the Chiefs play. They threw an
0: interception. The Chargers. Okay, you said Chiefs or Chargers?
1: I'm saying the Chiefs. I'm I'm saying the Chiefs got the ball back at the end of the game with like whatever, like less than two minutes. I'm saying if you give the ball back to the Chiefs, at the end of the game, no matter what, they're going to score a touchdown. If the Chiefs played every single series as though it was the last minute and a half of a game, they'd score 70 to 80 points every game. Just do that every single time. They're unstoppable force of football nature, dude. It's insane to watch. Kelsey is an absolute freak. And at this point, they have certainly shed whatever – Susceptibility that they had to teams, watching game film, the whole thing that Mahomes kind of went through a little bit last year and the year before, where they kind of figured them out. They'd only rush three and drop everyone in the coverage, blah blah blah. They've got that ironed out, man. If you don't think the Chiefs are the Super Bowl favorite, then you just haven't been watching football.
0: Yeah, and that's with Juju out with a concussion and Nicole Hartman, not playing as well. They also lost Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and Kadarius Tony in that game, but that didn't stop them from putting up 30 points. Travis Kelsey had 115 yards and three touchdowns. That's the 30. That's his 34th 100-yard receiving game. Surpasses Rob Gronkowski for the most all-time by a tight end. Mahomes with that comeback drive to win. Like you mentioned, he's now leader minus 160 in the MVP race. The Chiefs have won 25 straight games in November and December. Bad money, Mike. Yada yada. Roll that in your noggin. 25 straight games in November December.
1: Yeah, I'm no mathematician, but that's since the '70s. They're unstoppable, dude. They're so good. They, I, and like that's what I was saying. Like, if there was any chance of teams doing the whole take, you know, whatever, taking advantage of game film and, and being able to stop them, it was going to have to happen in the middle of the season. That ship has sailed now. November, December, Chiefs win the Super Bowl,
0: yada yada Lombardi Trophy. Wow. We're <laughs> gonna. Well, either the Chiefs or the Titans, I guess, but. The, the Chiefs defense is playing good too they sacked Herbert 5 times and they had an interception to ice the game there at the end when Herbert you know with a couple seconds left was trying to come back down for a field goal but the Chiefs um uh, sorry the Chargers did play Keenan Allen and Mike Williams but Mike Williams went back out with an ankle injury so that's not good um Chargers are winning at halftime mad money mike with a nice bet there win um Chiefs are now 8 and 2 three-game lead in the AFC West, and they have the number one overall seed by one game over um, a couple of teams. Um, Dolphins and uh, Bills also have seven wins. So yeah, Mad Money Mike, that was Sunday Night Football. We're casting this on Monday, so a lot of our loyal listeners will hear this after tonight's Monday night, um, you know, nightcap of week 11, but I did hear that uh, Kyler Murray is likely not going to play and Colt McCoy is going to start for the uh, Whoa, Cardinals as they host Nelly. the 49ers and that line's Whoa, moved to
1: 10 Nelly. that's the only quarterback on the team Kyler Murray's not a quarterback Kyler Murray is like the guy <laughs> who like he like did like way too much like coke in college and he like oh man I like, can't keep it straight he's like gotta run around and make it happen man like what is this guy's deal dude he's garbage I hope he loses his job permanently Honestly, though, great guy. I'm sure, sure he's a lovely guy. I hope, hope great things happen to him. But if he was to, you know, trip and fall and fracture his elbow or whatever, I'm just saying that'd be the best thing for the Cardinals. Cole McCoy is a real deal, man. He showed us that last week. They are playing in Mexico, though. And guys named ah, Cole yeah. usually don't do don't do so hot down in the south of the border, as they say. You know, he's a he's a walking uh, he's a walking target, man. I heard the cartels have got it out for him. Snipers on the roof. You know, I'm missing everything. the joke.
0: Am I missing? Am I missing a reference or a joke right now? The name Colt
1: Colt McCoy is like his Texas, like he's like it's like the most like that's the most like redneck Texas anti-Mexico name. I mean, we might have to edit this out. This seems borderline inappropriate now that I'm saying it. It's just a joke, folks. But it is interesting that the game's being played in Mexico, and uh, we'll see what uh, what outcome we get. But regardless. The point here is that he's a way better quarterback than Kyler Murray, and Jimmy Garoppolo has not been playing so hot. Big Ben Brent, you want to go on the record real quick and uh, make a pick?
0: Oh, yeah. I'm zigging and zagging right now. Give me the Cardinals plus 10. I, oh Jesus, are you serious that the line's 10? That's what I'm saying. It moved from 8 no. to 10. Yeah. No. Yes.
1: No, 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 no. That can't be right.
0: <laughs> Mad Money Mike is calling his bank. Take it out a third mortgage to Zig and
1: Zag. Hold on. on. I'm on on with fidelity right now. Hold on. Yes. Hi.
0: (laughs) Plus Plus, You with me? How is that possible? You with me on the Cardinals? A thousand percent. I'm not
1: going to lay 10. Dude, did, did you see how good the Cardinals looked last week? Cole McCoy throwing the rock. Jimmy G didn't throw a single touchdown pass. I don't even know if he threw like four passes. They're like having to call plays because of like, apparently he's some sort of like a simpleton like kicked in the head by a mule or something like they can't even like open up the playbook something's going on with jimmy g man i don't understand this line at all absolutely (laughs) all right
0: well this this is (laughs) this is quickly gonna ruin the pod when like the pod comes out and then tomorrow the cardinals get crushed by like 30 people gonna stop listening right here so i guess all right (laughs) we'll move to the week 10 look well week 12 look ahead but first we do have some injuries um so, yeah, Kyle Pitts, for those still sticking with us, uh, Falcons tight end. Kyle Pitts is on injury reserve. He AC MCL. Uh, Commander's Chase Young is back, defensive end. Justin Fields is day-to-day with his shoulder injury. Bengals running back Joe Mixon is in concussion protocol. Matt Stafford is back in concussion protocol again, so that's not good. Mike Williams did play, like I mentioned, for the che- uh, Chargers wide receiver, but he re-injured his ankle. Um, and I mentioned uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and Kadarius Toney's injuries. And also, clearly, as we just said, Kyler Murray still has a hammy. So, man, money, Mike, we already talked about the standings. Yada, yada, yada. NFC East, AFC East are now the beasts. So let's, uh, let's talk buys. No team is on buy this week, Full which sweet. is awesome. 16 games. Yeah, and four teams are coming off a of buy. So Buccaneers, Jaguars, Dolphins, and Seahawks. And now let's take a look at the Week 12 slate. Mad Money Mike, we have three Thanksgiving Day games. We're going to talk about all three of them. The Buffalo Bills, for starters, 11.30 a.m. Is that is that too early for you, Mad Money Mike? Is 11.30 too early?
1: Well, that's 11.30 central, buddy. It's 9.30 my time. And too there's early? No, there's nothing better than waking up. You just wake up, oh, shake the sleep out of the eyes pull up the phone, and bam, there's a football game on. You East Coasters know nothing about that, but I'm telling you, man, that West Coast life, 930 football, mmm, I can taste it right now, buddy. Right next to oh, mashed potatoes and gravy, morning
0: football. Let's go. Nah. Nice, dude. Oh, I'm, I'm forever jealous. West Coast time is the best, dude. Nothing better than waking up with football. Man, Money Mike, I need a quick 30-second rundown of your Thanksgiving Day football-watching conglomerate plans. How does it go down?
1: All right. Here's how it goes down. I want to watch football. My wife won't let me. My kid is screaming. I hate my life. All I want to do is run away. I try to turn football on and watch it when I can. I barely get to watch any of it. My wife continues to fight with me. My kid kid continues to scream. I make bets based on the little snippets of the game that I'm watching, but it's not the full picture. Therefore, I lose the bets. Therefore, I get grumpy as the day goes on. And when I just go to bed pissed off and angry, sad and broke.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, we don't we don't have time to unpack all that. <laughs> but if we're gonna be zigging and zagging, maybe the flip side, the universe, you know, bizarro world is gonna happen. We're gonna be rich by the end of the day. Mad money, Mike. Let's start off. Buffalo Bills heading into I say heading into. They've been staying there. They just literally just played. Although I did hear that they were gonna go back home to Buffalo. But anyway, they're playing the Detroit Lions. They're giving nine points. Detroit Lions just had a nice win versus the Giants. But I mean, these are these are two different classes of team. Man, buddy, Mike, we have been getting bit by taking the points with the Bills. So I'm kinda, Not going to do
1: it again. Not going to do it again.
0: Buy so then we once, zag and then we take the me. points. Right? By me twice. Shame on me again. Absolutely. But,
1: taking but, but now points. we got to zig in the line. zig. Lions at home, on um, Thanksgiving, under the big lights, Detroit Auto Show, Ford, no, Henry Ford, no. the production line. No. Birth I'm loading of up the, the trigger right now. The American auto industry. You name it. You name it. Put in the tracker, dude. I'm telling you right now, the Lions win this game outright. Plus 340.
0: Go. You're not you. You're talking about zagging, but you're not zagging. So dude, I'm going to zag. Straight garbage. Money.
1: Have you seen Josh Allen's elbow? It looks like Tiger Woods' leg after that car wreck, dude. It's got <laughs> negative. He wasn't life, even dude. on the.
0: He wasn't even on the injury report.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So that's the zig. That's the zag. No, I'm zagging. Yeah. You're zigging, and you're going to be broke. That's it's, too, hey, it's, not, right too late. it's not too I'm late.
1: Put in the tracker. I'm putting it right now, and I, I will. I promise you. Take a look at my pickums. Whenever the pickums go live, you pull it up. You click on the little thing that says group, where you can see everyone's picks. Bam! Mad Money Mike took the Lions. Let's go.
0: Mad Money Mike doesn't like money. That's sad because <laughs> money pretty much is necessary. Um, but we're gonna change his mind. We're gonna get him straight. Don't worry, little listeners. We got this. Let's head to the afternoon game. New York Giants heading into Dallas. Mad Money Mike, have you seen this spread yet? Nine. We just it's did only we- nine. Why is it only nine? They just beat the Vikings in Minnesota by 37.
1: Yeah, I got to be honest with you, man. You know, it's Thanksgiving. It's zigging, it's zagging, it's upside down world, it's bizarre world, it's ah. vice versa world. Something's not right here. It's a trap line. Everyone and their brother is going to be on the Cowboys minus nine, just like everyone and their brother is going to be on Bill's minus nine. Give me the dogs. Once again, the Giants go into that nice, cozy, billion-dollar stadium. Feel the warmth of the seats. They got that all leather locker room, the whole nine yards, and they cover Saquon Barkley. puts on a Thanksgiving show. He rushes for 400 yards for the first time in NFL history. He catches 11 touchdown passes. Giants <laughs> cover.
0: I'm with you on that one. I'm with you on that tag. That made this line makes no sense. It should be closer to 14. Um, so yeah, I'm with you on Giants plus nine. I almost feel like we should wait because that line's only going to go up. All right, the. Thursday night Thanksgiving Eve game or Thanksgiving Night game. New England Patriots heading into Minnesota. The Patriots had zero points of offense except for that punt return that uh, was a final nail in Mad Money Mike's sanity coffin. Oh, yeah. And the Minnesota Vikings hoping to rebound off that awful loss to the uh, Cowboys, like we just talked about. Vikings only laying three. This is, a, this is a bounce back game short week in my book. I'm taking the Vikings -3 and I'm not I'm not zigging or zagging. What do you think? Man? All right, put in tracker. I'm taking dog, dog, dog.
1: My Thanksgiving weekend triple dog.
0: <laughs> you're going to be eating hot dogs. That's all you're
1: going to be able to afford. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Mark that down and we'll put a little asterisk in your book for this timestamp. <laughs> Big Bet Brent's first joke. Maybe <laughs> you're your trying mom to tell me that they're like even book for you.
0: You trying to tell me these teams are even on a neutral field, the Vikings and the Patriots. Did you see how many times Kirk Cousins got sacked? He just had to have a hip replacement. How good do you think he's <laughs> going to play on like ah. a six day notice hip replacement, dude? I'm also forgetting about him in prime time, Thursday dude, night, 720.
1: Oh, God. He got pounded. The Cowboys had 54 sacks in that game. No team has ever had that many sacks. Dude, he was just getting pounded left and right. He looked like uh, – oh, man. All right, edit joke there. This is a kid show. <laughs> but he got pounded, okay, buddy? He got pounded. Dude, he's hurting. Uh, he hurting and his confidence is crushed. Uh, Bill Belichick I, knows how to get his guys prepared on a short week. And, uh, dude, honestly, ugh, hey, can you back this out of the tracker? I can't take this either. But I will say, gun to my head, gun to my head. I'm gonna take the Patriots plus three. I don't want it in the tracker. I am go I am sticking with the triple dog, but what I will put more of myself behind is the under, under forty one and a half.
0: I was about to say that. I was about to say that if the Patriots are gonna have a sniff at winning this game, it's gonna be because they're running the rock and they are playing great defense. So I'm with you on under forty one and a half. I have removed it from the tracker, so you won't be in more debt to me. Um Because, yeah, we're running out of zeros. Um, All right, let's move (laughs) to the Sunday slate. All right, we're going to be looking for interesting games here. We're not going to be covering them all. Hey, Tampa Bay coming off a bye, heading into Cleveland, taking on the Browns. Buccaneers on the road, favored by three. It's the last game before Deshaun Watson gets back. Mad Money Mike. Uh, The Browns looked so good in the first half, and then they did score, so I learned, 13 points in the fourth quarter versus the Bills. (laughs) I kind of like taking the points here. Oh, yeah.
1: Call it the quad dog. Fourth fourth, uh, fourth pick of the week for us. Fourth <laughs> dog for Mike. This is the quad dog. Give me the Browns plus three. Tom Brady spent the entire bye week having to sign divorce papers and like figure out which profile picture to upload of his new girlfriend. The guy's an absolute joke. He's not a football player. He's a has-been pretty boy. The Buccaneers are garbage. Everyone knows they're garbage. They have no faith in their coaching staff. The locker room is lost. Everything's lost. They can't even find their cleats. Those are also lost. Browns win, plus three, let's go. Did Tom
0: Brady get a new girlfriend already? Yeah. No.
1: And so did Giselle. And they both like have this profile picture update thing. And don't ask me how I know that.
0: Dude, it's a full-on competition, dude. They're like trying to one-up each other.
1: It's so stupid and embarrassing. It's so it's, it's the worst time to be a Buccaneers fan. I just feel <sighs> terribly, you know, I still have family there. Although I try not to claim that, but it's the truth. <laughs> and I do feel bad for them because their football yeah. team's about to lose to the Brownstains.
0: Oh man. All right, yeah, we talked we uh kind of teased this one a little bit. Cincinnati Bengals heading into Tennessee to take on the Titans. Titans at home, one and a half point underdogs. I almost feel like it's becoming a little bit too uh too mainstream now taking the Titans as dogs. Uh the you know, the cat's out of the bag. Mike Vrabel is excellent as a dog. The only thing I feel like that's part one of it. Part two of it is, is that the Titans have like the number 1 run defense and the number 31 Pass defense and the Bengals don't even try and run. They don't care about the run. Sam Perrine, the running back, had three receiving touchdowns. So ah man, I don't know what to do here. I, I want to take the Bengals, but man, Money Mike, I need some help. I, I need which one's the Zig and which one's the Zag? Yeah, a little bit of a weird line
1: here, man. Both of these teams look are looking sharp on offense. They both have problems on defense, but the line but the total's only forty two and a half. What's the deal with that? I look at that. And I want to put the house on the over. So I guess, therefore, we have to take the under. And I think about the Titans and how good the football they're playing. Also, the Bengals being wildly inconsistent. They just had two decent games in a row. So aren't they due for a shit game? Pretty sure everyone's going to be
0: taking the Titans, therefore take the Bengals. I don't know what to wait, make wait, 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 wait. Who's going to have the poop game? The Bengals? Or the t- I thought you said the Bengals going to have the poop game. So I thought you were going to go Titans. But then you're zagging out of that back to the Bengals? I
1: don't want to zag out of it, but I have to, man, because of the NFL. Dude, this is, I'm telling you, man, this is like an absolute cluster. Whatever you Whoa. think, you have to think the opposite, and then you have to go down the rabbit hole of six or seven opposites from that opposite. It's like an itty meeny, miny, moe of opposites, and who knows which tiger toe we catch. I can not the back <laughs> of it, man. It's impossible. This is Dude, gun I don't know. Head. This is gun to the head. We have to make a pick. I'm taking Titans plus one and a half, and I'm taking—
0: Back on
1: Titans! <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you, I have no idea. It's just all I know is that there's a gun to my head.
0: We have to move on before you change your mind. All right, fine. Titans in the over. Titans in the over. (laughs) In the over? No, no, we're sticking with the under. That made sense to me because that under looks way too low. All right, Titans in the under, and we're moving on. Man, we might, I don't know, like, you got to hold Aaron Rodgers and that Hiawaska, but uh, yeah, you're running us ragged here. Like, my mind is blown. (laughs) We're moving on. And we're heading to the – I'm looking for the next interesting game here. Well, I can – Whoa! Can, you got one? Yeah, come on. Well, we're going to have to talk about Chiefs-Rams, right? I and was about, about to say that. Did you see that
1: spread? Yeah, I got 14 and a half right now.
0: 14 and a half Rams heading into Arrowhead, taking on the Chiefs, 14 and a half? No, you can't – you could say it's a hundred and forty and a half. Give me the Chiefs, and I'm not zigging or zagging out of that. Mad Money Mike, please say you're with me.
1: I mean, obviously, I'm with you during the gun-to-the-head hey, segment, but this is way too obvious of a line, man. This is ridiculous. I hate Vegas. I hate the NFL. Why are they doing this to us? We're just humans, man. We can't take this kind of, you know, absurdity. It just is a, It's a total mind f week after week. Like you said, this should be 114 and a half. The Rams don't even have a quarterback anymore. They They're completely checked out. Yeah, the only thing I can think is some kind of McVeigh, blah, 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 coaching, something or other. And with the total only being 44, I mean, that
0: to yeah, me. Yeah, 44 to nothing.
1: That's what I'm saying. How is the total <laughs> only 44 with a spread that high in a Rams inability to score any points? How are they going to generate offense? Who? What, what quarterback? What running back? Name him.
0: Daryl Henderson. He was playing great. I don't know name why they love Cam Akers so much. Is some sort of you want to talk can't conspiracy theories? They're out it. against mine. I said
1: to you like name the 17th president of the United States. You can't do that either. Name one offensive player on the Rams. You can't do it. There's none left.
0: <laughs> There's none left. They're all in concussion protocol except for Bryce Perkins. Mamani Mike. All right, we're taking the Chiefs minus 14 and a half, and we're moving on Sunday night football. Green Bay Packers heading into Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. Eagles only a seven-point favorite. Mad Money Mike, ah, Sunday night. Crazy things happen on Sunday night. Give me the Packers. Time to zag out of that. Give me the Eagles minus seven. What do you think?
1: Yeah, it is very weird, man. I just don't see how it's possible that Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to get anything together with his problems. But the Eagles look really bad, man. And the Eagles are kind of in that, like, We already lost a game. You know, the undefeated season thing's out. We almost lost to the Colts. Technically, they did lose to the Colts. The Colts gave them the win. It's not that the Eagles won. It's that the Colts lost. They might be a little bit checked out. They might be suffering from first third of the last third blues. And for that reason, I want to go with the Packers plus seven. But I'm zagging. I'm going back with the Eagles minus seven. No way. I'm going with the Pack plus seven. Nope. Just kidding. Eagles minus seven. Oh, Jesus. No, really definitely I'm I'm oh. serious. Eagles minus seven. There's just the Packers are the Packers are, are throwing it in, man. Packers are cold, uh cold quitting or whatever they're calling it these days. Looks- <laughs> Quiet quitting. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet quitting. But it could be Eagles- cold
0: quitting too. God, it's so nice to see cold weather football games.
1: Yeah, Eagles bounce wow. back in prime time. Minus seven. It's a lock.
0: Nice. All right. That's gonna do it for our week. What is that? Thirteen look ahead. We're gonna save Monday night football for next pod. Memory Mike, that brings us to our signature segment, Locks of the Week. I'll tell you what. Mm -hmm. I'll bet you the next three people I ask, two of them will say that it looks like sugar, right? right. How much? 100 dollars? 200 dollars. (laughs) thousand. Hey,
1: wait a second. What are you doing? You're not betting. You know he's not supposed to bet. Come on, Jerry. It's a lock. Kramer, you've had this thing under control for almost three years now. Don't start again. But
0: it's a lock, (laughs) No. And we're going to kick it off by taking a look I had the Titans plus three at the Packers. They won outright. I improve to five and six, which isn't that good. But in the NFC South, that's a playoff berth. Meanwhile, you are still seven and five, even after picking the Steelers plus five versus the Bengals. They lost by, what was that, seven? So just almost had that with Mad Money Mike. Seven and five, though, still looking pretty good. Uh, it's a wonder why your bankroll um, doesn't reflect that. But anyway, Mad Money Mike, you get ready for your lock of the week. Let's hear it.
1: All right, folks. Mad Money Mike's Lock of the Week comes to to you from none other than the West Coast, and I am going with the Chargers, minus three and a half over the Arizona Cardinals. I know the Chargers suffered some injuries, and I know Colt McCoy is about to do this thing in Mexico, but... I think that after that little blip on the radar of Colt McCoy and having to travel back from Mexico and everything that comes along with it, there's also going to be some weird questions in the locker room about Kyler Murray versus Colt McCoy. It's going to be tough to remain focused on that. Meanwhile, the Chargers are going to be hungry after having a good showing against the Chiefs, but coming up just short. And they're going to get it together, and they will beat the Cardinals by at least four points on Sunday at 1.05 p.m. West Coast time. It's a lock.
0: Nice. All right. I'm going for two in a row here. We're knocking this out. Another Thursday winner. Yes, Thanksgiving Turkey Day treat. The Bills are not going easy on the Lions. They are thankful that they that they let them play in Detroit this past week, but they're not taking it easy on them. Bills minus nine at Detroit. We're going to have this locked up before Thanksgiving dinner. I'm going to even this I'm going to even it up at six and six. Mad Mike, that is going to do it. Let us. First, quickly talk about Twitter. Y'all check us out at It's a Lock Podcast. Don't forget to send us a loyal listener email, it's a lock podcast at gmail.com. Remember, that brings us to our closeout segment, Diaper, Dad, Diaries. Do you want to kick it off?
1: Yeah, I'll just do a follow up. Uh, we did last week and I talked about uh, the plane ride out with the toddler and the adventures. We made it. We had a uh, We had a week in New Jersey at Grandpa's house. It was super cute. Lots of cute stuff happened, and then the plane ride back was—it was a fiasco, man. But our daughter was super cute, and I guess the uh, the kind of the heart of the diaper dad diary here is just funny that I may have talked about this already a little bit, but uh, but you know how it goes. Being a dad, it's the old brain scramble, dude. I can't keep track of anything. I mean, I got oatmeal for brains these days. But what I was going to say is that we have fully come to utilize the uh, the watching, the iPad watching, the screen time. The cartoon of choice is Daniel Tiger. Now I'm telling you, man, this girl is obsessed. It's all she talks about. We're, we're having to like put her through withdrawals right now. Now we're doing them like, no, no, we only watched Daniel Tiger on the airplane or, oh, you know, like having to back it off because we used it heavy while we were at Grandpa's house and while we were on the plane. The plane ride, we just put that thing on, dude, and she just like zombied out for like five and a half hours. <laughs> we like got to watch our own movies and stuff. It was absolutely wild, man. Um, so, yeah, we made it. Trips concluded. It was pretty funny on the plane. She kept uh, doing the, like, I have to go potty. I have to go potty. Because, like, you know, now that she's potty trained, she's also, like, smart enough to, like, know she can, like, use it to, like, mix up the scene. <laughs> so, we, like, would keep taking her to the airplane bathroom. Disgusting little closet with a toilet in it. Urine all over the place. And we're, like, trying to put her in there and not touch anything. And I'm just like, I don't have to go. And it's like, you little son of a gun. You're cute. <laughs> you <think laughs> she you're she cute? picked you out? She pulpit oh, like, you guys? Multiple times. Multiple times. <laughs> multiple times dude oh, she's an absolute pistol but anyways it's all good we made it back we're having to uh scale off the uh daniel tiger and all that kind of thing but but that's it man that's it the whirlwind and that's it we did that was our thanksgiving trip so now we have no trips planned we're camping out for thanksgiving and christmas and, uh, and that wraps up the old diaper dad diary of the week
0: that's awesome man glad to hear that y'all had safe travels there and back got to see some fam and uh, made it home safely over here kramer's doing good um I guess a couple of side stories, um, asked him what his favorite color was. We we're doing a book with like, you know, the bear's favorite color is brown. The, you know, the seagull's favorite color is white. So I asked Kramer, I was like, Kramer, what's your favorite color? And he just like, absolute nothing for 30 <laughs> seconds. And then he said, I don't know. <laughs> it was like the cutest thing ever. Um, he also, uh, helped me play some halo and he did so bad that like halo, like automatically banned us because like we didn't do good enough. So, Kramer got me banned from Halo. Wow. That was pretty funny. But the main diaper Dad Diary that I have for this week is, uh, you know, being a parent is, uh, not only just about kids, but it's also about, uh, you know, our furry little friends as well. And I'm talking about, you know, dogs, cats, et cetera. Um, over here this past weekend, um, we lost, uh, our favorite, the, the world's best dog, Jack. Um, Chittum had been, uh, you know, Jack's owner for eleven, eleven, twelve 11, 12 years. He's, uh, a fully grown dog. He he lived a full life and, you know, I was uh I was fortunate enough to, you know, to be Jack's dad for, you know, nine years of that. Um Jack is actually the reason that chittim and I got together. So, um all these diaper dad diaries, you know, with Kramer, you know, in some uh in some way all go back to Jack. So just wanna give a big shout out to uh to Jack and to all uh all dogs and cats out there and owners as well, um and kind of tying it into Thanksgiving, you know, um on a serious note, Thanksgiving is a time to to be thankful, you know, uh, spend time with those you love, uh, humans and pets too. And, uh, yeah, just, you know, it could pass, you know, it, it, it'll happen to pass. Life goes at you fast and, uh, just, uh, be thankful and spend time with those you care about. So Mad Money Mike, Diaper Dad Diary, closing it out a little bit of a somber note, but getting back into it. Season three, episode number 13. What a great episode. Really had a good time doing this. How do you want to close this out? Hey,
1: Big Bet Brent. I uh, just want to say how much I appreciate you, and I appreciate you sharing that with us, man. And I know I speak for all of our loyal listeners when I say our hearts go out to you and Chidham and Kramer. We're thinking about you, man, and sending all of our love. You know, puppies are uh, as good as it gets, and and you know it's they they just go too fast, man, and they really do. They do live on in us forever, man. You'll you'll always tell stories about Jack, and and Kramer will always tell stories about Jack, and he will live on in that way. And and that makes it uh that makes it special, but but not any less uh tough than what you're going through right now. So we're thinking about you, man, and sending all of our love. And I appreciate you and I appreciate this time with you, man. And uh and I can't wait to do again next week, buddy. I'll see you out on the gridiron.
0: Awesome. Goodness said it better myself. I appreciate those words, mad money mike. That is gonna do it. It's a lock podcast, season three, episode number thirteen. That is gonna close us out. It's a lock. Peace. That'll do it for this week's episode. Thanks for tuning in. On behalf of Mad Money Mike, this is Big Bet Brent saying so long and see you next week.